0: And join us now as we explore God's holy word.
1: Amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here. So thankful you're here at the cafe. Hopefully you're just doing great. You got your coffee or tea, whatever it may be. It's a little warm out. Maybe it's iced coffee, iced tea, decaf. I'm mostly decaf at this time here, this season, so decaf is okay. They make decaf tea too. I found that out. It's quite good, eh, amen. Uh look, I can't tell the difference. I just know I got to keep the caffeine on the lower end here in these these times, these stressful times, amen. But it's a, it's been a good week. I hope it's been a good week for you. And I'm so thankful that you're uh, listening today. Today, we are diving in again to Proverbs 14. Uh, and I say again, because the last episode was on Proverbs 14 as well. And we have a very familiar verse here, but I'm gonna put two verses together. And I hope and pray that this will bless you and it'll help you understand what we need to be doing in these last days, as we see the hour approach, Proverbs 14, 11 through 12, the house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The end thereof are the ways of death. I'm sure you've heard that latter part uh, of the verse, Proverbs 14, uh, verse 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death and uh you know that that verse has just been ringing in my ear lately i've been thinking so much about that verse and i don't know why i I really don't know why uh the lord has has laid that on my heart and and of course first of all i look and see is there something that i'm doing that seems right unto me that that's going to lead to death and uh after i I kind of do that review and say okay i think i'm living as the lord has called me uh, to live for the most part. Amen. I know no one's perfect. Uh, just trying to do the best I can based upon uh, what I know from God's word. Then what does it mean? It means that there are many out there that are living this way and it seems right to man. And I think that there's, you know, so many people that will look at this and say, yeah, the lost person, they are living a way that seems right to them. And the end there of his death Uh, But it could also be for people that either believe they're saved and they're not or people that are saved and they're not living right for God. Uh, I just have to say that there is so much of the world in the church today that you just have to wonder what on earth is going on, how you can reconcile one with the other. If in fact you're in God's word, it's very difficult to be a friend to this world and be a friend to God because those two things the Bible would call are at enmity or warfare with one another. But let's back up here. Proverbs 14, verse 11, the house of the wicked shall be overthrown but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. Okay. So we have here, uh, two truths. Okay. That come from God's word come from the Proverbs here. Proverbs 14, this is verse 11. And one truth is the house of the wicked shall be overthrown. And we realize here that no matter how good someone is living, when they're living in sin, it will be overthrown. Uh, there is not a doubt in my mind, the biggest sinners today, the small sinners today, if they're not right with God, their house will be overthrown. You know what? I grew up in a broken household. I did. I grew up in one and I saw that sin wreck my household and it was a big house. Amen. Oh, it was a big house and it was broken and uh, everybody i knew was divorced my grandma was divorced my uncle was divorced all my friends parents were divorced we lived up north i don't know if that had anything to do with it uh, i know divorce is prevalent everywhere but it was really really prevalent where we lived and that sin wrecked that house oh and what crept in was the world and all the temptations of the world and all all just destruction and, and and literally uh we didn't even we didn't even make it uh uh out of there unscathed, amen. It was a very challenging time. And I see that as an image of every house that is of those that are living in sin being overthrown. God is a holy God, God is perfectly holy, and anything that is not holy is not right with God, amen. Now you say, Brother Clark, well, I'm not completely holy. How am I going to be all right with God? You're okay with God only and when you are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. So when you accept Jesus Christ as Savior, then you're you're no longer looked at as a sinner, right? So me, Clark, right? When I accept Christ as Savior, God doesn't look at me as Clark. God looks at me as the righteousness of Christ, because I have now his uh, sinless perfection put on to me imputed to me right and Christ took my sin on the cross and shed his perfect blood because the bible says there's no remission of sin without the shedding of blood he shed his perfect blood on the cross so that i could be forgiven oh what a beautiful picture that is oh how thankful i am for that can i tell you i'm not good enough to be saved on my own can i tell you that that sin curse went to all mankind and that includes me. Amen. And everyone else out here today. Can I tell you that that is only by the blood of Christ that I'm saved. That can I tell you that we are no longer under condemnation. Those that are saved, those that love the Lord. Amen. We're not under condemnation. Can I tell you that Jesus Christ came to give life and give it more abundantly? The house of the wicked shall be overthrown. Those that have said, no, thank you, Lord. No, thank you, Jesus. No, thank you to that gift. I'm going to go ahead and live in willful ignorance. I'm going to go ahead and pretend like I'm just living in a world that just happened in a flash. That all of these things about how uh, just the, all the incredible truths about how the world uh, uh, testify to God's glory. I, I was convinced young that there was a God because uh, I was in a astronomy class and it was the first or second day and the professor got up there and talked about all the stars. And I said, enough. I get it. There's a God. Amen about how the earth spins in this direction and only by this amount of, of way could it be that it's exactly working this way and that way in the tides and the moon and this and that. I said, enough, there is a God, there's an intelligent designer. I, I know there is, amen. And so they could pretend, They could if, if a simple person like me can figure it out, they have to, but they could pretend. The Bible says the fool fool says that there is no God. And so you're living in sin, your house will be overthrown, Okay, you your life will end in destruction. Maybe that's you here today. Maybe you stumbled on Christian radio. I don't know how you found us. Amen. I thank you for being here. But I'll I'll be honest with you. If you're living in sin, if you're hanging out in the wrong places, if you're dealing with uh, all kinds of sinful behaviors, lying, cheating, stealing, coveting, idolatry, the list goes on and on. If you are living a life that is not Uh, 100% in line with God, you need Jesus Christ as Savior. And the Bible says that none are righteous, no, not one. And that means that everyone needs Jesus Christ as Savior. And once we're saved, once we accept Christ's free gift of salvation, then we are made right with God. That's why the Bible talks about uh, uh Christians being ambassadors and that we are we are in the ministry of reconciliation or reconciling uh, us with God and that is only done through Christ Jesus and so we realize the house of the wicked it will be overthrown if it hasn't already but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish shall flourish what does it mean to flourish it means to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way uh, oh. especially as a result of a, a particularly favorable environment about it, amen a particularly favorable environment and so we see here the house of the upright shall flourish the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish it, sh- it shall grow because when we're living for god because we know we're not upright on our own but when we're living for god there is growth there amen there's 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 spiritual maturity there there is a, a a peace that surpasses all understanding there is an order uh i'm so proud of my little daughter tonight uh we, we had our little family altar time and my daughter came up and i was preaching on sin and all the same things I preached to you about my daughter came up afterwards and said daddy I'm sorry about so-and-so that happened the other night where she had done something wrong and I didn't I wasn't preaching on that I didn't mention that but her heart was convicted I wonder why her heart was convicted because the word of the Lord was being preached amen the Holy Spirit was present I believe that and, and, and we see that the the house of the upright shall flourish you got little kids that understand right and wrong and are, are trying their very best to behave you got mom and dad trying to love each other through their differences you've got a family that are coming together all because they love the Lord, all because they are following the Lord's ways and and you have a peace. And again, I've seen it both ways. Amen. Again, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up in the house of the wicked and it was overthrown. Amen. And I'm living on that solid rock foundation. I heard rain hit my window last night. I started reading that passage of scripture about being on that solid rock foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so good to be living for God because we will flourish. We will grow even when we're going through trials. Romans 8, 28 tells us that all things work together for good, for those that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose. And so even when things go bad, it is good for us. Amen. You know, the Bible also says to give thanks in everything. Well, It says in everything, give thanks. So in all occasions, give thanks. Because even when it's bad, there's a goodness to it. And we see that in so many different ways. Uh, Paul mentioning his thorn in the flesh. We had a YouTube comment, someone asking about, well, shouldn't God just heal all the time when you ask in his name? And I mentioned that he may not choose to heal. The example I gave was Paul had that thorn in the flesh. He prayed three times for it to be removed. Paul was very close to Christ. Paul saw Christ face to face on the road to Damascus. Paul spent time with Christ after that transformation. Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. (laughs) You know, Paul's got a relationship with Jesus. And he says, Lord, please heal me. And Lord says, nope. Because in your weakness, I am made strong. And so Paul says, I'll glory in my infirmities." I'll go ahead and just glory in them. I'll say, thank you, God, for my infirmities." How about that for a change? Instead of complaining, if you got something wrong with you, thank God for it. Thank him for it in earnesty, in in sincereness, and see how he'll bless you with peace and understanding and discernment. And so the, the, the tabernacle of the upright will grow. We're blessed when we serve the Lord and live for God, and when we depart from sin the best that we can. And then we have this verse here, there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The world today is living in a way that is going to lead to death, and it seems right to them. And they may do good deeds, they may be charitable, they may be popular, they may acquire wealth, they may have status, they may have a lot of friends, they may be uh, beautiful on the outside, whatever it is, amen. Amen that seems right to man. Okay. It's good with man, but that does not mean it's good with God. In fact, God tells us if there's a way that's right to man and not to him, the end thereof is death. We know the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And I think if people truly believed in God, had faith in God, that he is who he says he is, is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, if they truly believe that, and then they understood that he's saying there's a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof is death, they would be very careful about not living in sin. In other words, they would fear God. And so what we see here is that the world is not fearing God and that man has a way that seems right to them. And it could be a silly thing. It could be, you know, just something that they don't take serious. You know, they're not going to Uh, and again I don't want to downplay anything but like uh, they're not going to go to work that day and it seems right to them to lie about it and that's a sin right or whatever idea it is but then it leads to other sins it leads to other problems and God is paying attention Uh, I did a message recently about God sees all he's the God that sees and there's so much scripture on how much God sees that I can't even include it all in one message but let me just tell you he sees what you're doing he sees how you're living and if it seems right to you it doesn't mean it's right to him and if you don't get in the Book, amen. And if you don't go to him in prayer, and if you're not living for him, how on earth can you think that you'll be right when in fact you could be on death's doorstep? Tomorrow is not promised. And we need to check ourselves and make sure that we are living for God and that this way doesn't seem just right to us but it's going to lead to death. And we need to make sure that we are living for Christ. We are living as he would want us to live. And that means to get in the book, to be obedient, to be meek, to be humble, to follow his commandments, to understand these Pauline doctrines, the the letters that Paul wrote, the epistles, understand those because we are the Gentiles, understand what it means and live by it. And unashamed, unabashed, live by it. And if you've got one foot in the world, take it out. Amen. Take it out. Get it out of the world today. Have both feet firmly placed in heavenly things and get away from the world and you'll be blessed for it because the ways of God are right and perfect and pure. I thank you so much for listening today. Take care. God bless and amen.